0: This is our third session on Colossians 1, 3 through 8. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, having heard of your faith in
1: Christ Jesus. So we've heard first about your faith in Christ Jesus. And the love that you have for all the saints.
0: So we've heard these two things. And then comes the because clause. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. And we raised the
1: question does this because clause modify only the love?
0: You have love because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Or does it also modify faith? You have faith in Jesus Christ because of the hope laid up for you in heaven and then last time we talked about what this hope is and we identified it
1: first as a hope which they heard in the word of truth the gospel and then we noticed that this gospel they heard it and the it included The grace of God. When they
0: heard it, they understood the grace of God. So the first thing Paul says about this hope of the gospel is that it is God's grace. It's a gospel of grace. We hope in grace. And then we jumped forward to verses 12 to 14 and saw it includes the forgiveness of sins, it includes being transferred out of darkness into the kingdom of his beloved Son, it includes inheritance of the saints in light. So, inheritance, kingdom, forgiveness. We jumped forward just a few more verses and we saw that the riches of the glory of this mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory.
1: So, the hope referred to here is the hope of God's grace, the hope of forgiveness, the
0: hope of being in his kingdom, the hope of getting an inheritance with him, the hope of glory summing it all up. And we refocused our question to be, okay, given that understanding of hope as an objective reality outside ourselves, kept in heaven, God's keeping it for us to be enjoyed someday, does that understanding help us understand whether this because
1: here is supporting faith? love or both so father as we pursue this further we really want to understand how our hearts should embrace Christ in relationship to
0: the hope laid up for us in heaven and how we should love each other because of the hope laid up for us in heaven we we need to understand how this works psychologically
1: spiritually So we ask for your help so that we might love as we ought, believe as we ought. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Notice, faith is an act of the human soul. You have faith.
0: This is something your soul is doing. It is trusting, believing, embracing. Christ Jesus. You are doing this. Similarly, love is an event in the human soul than worked out in our behavior. You love the saints. So we are doing this in our souls. We're doing this in our souls, in our bodies. This is not a doing. This is laid up for us in heaven. So these are fundamentally different ways of talking. The question then is, given hope as an objective reality could it be the objective reality grounding both this subjective act in the soul and this subjective act in the soul and the body and i'm inclined to think let's try that let's let's go with that let's see in this session whether we can
1: grasp how hope and faith relate to each other now The first thing that
0: happens in my mind when I try to think that through is, well, wait a minute, isn't it the other way around? Not we have faith in Christ Jesus because of hope laid up for us in heaven, but rather because we have faith in Christ Jesus, therefore there's a hope laid up for us in heaven. (laughs) It's just the opposite, isn't it? And the fact is, yes, that would be true to say. If, if I don't have faith, then de facto, this hope is not laid up for me. It's laid up for believers. So you say, well, that rules it out. That rules out. This because can't be the ground of faith because faith is the ground of the hope. Well, no, it's not that simple, is it? Because viewed from another angle, this hope laid up for us in heaven Is the ground of faith. Let me show you.
1: It says that you heard, you heard of this hope in the word of truth, the gospel. So, what if I paraphrased it like this I've heard of your faith in Christ Jesus because
0: you have this faith because of what you heard in the gospel and nobody would balk at that and say oh that's not that's not right that's reverse that's backwards that's not backwards what you hear offered you in the gospel is in fact what brings faith into being faith comes by hearing hearing through the gospel so it's not so simple as to say oh we have faith and therefore we have hope no you have hope offered laid up for you in heaven as an offer to you in the gospel and that gospel display
1: of hope laid up Creates the faith. So, I'm still asking the question: Is this the ground of this? Well, to answer that, let's dig a little
0: deeper into the nature of faith, because we need to understand how does faith and hope relate. Those are both. If, if we turn this into an act of hoping in this hope laid up for us and this act of believing, how are they the same or different? So to get at that, let's try this. This is, this is a thought experiment for you to consider. Here's Hebrews 11.1, 1, probably the closest thing to a definition of faith in the New Testament.
1: Now, faith, is the substance sometimes translated assurance here's the greek word hypostasis substance and i'm going to take it
0: as substance and show you why now faith is the substance of things hoped for now the other key place there are two other places but here's the
1: one for me is key where this word translated substance here by me and the Old King James Version, is
0: found in 1.3. He is the radiance, Christ is the radiance of the glory of God, and the exact imprint of his, same word, his, his substance, his nature, his essence. This can't be translated assurance here. And these are so similar that I'm inclined to think that this should be. Now, faith is the, the nature The essence, the substance of things hoped for. So there's a very clear statement about the relationship between faith and hope.
1: So my interpretation of that would be when the human soul is offered glorious things in the gospel that are future, faith tastes. Glimpses the essence of that reality.
0: And it is so compelling in its taste and its beauty that faith embraces now what is hoped for. And that present taste and glimpse and embrace empowers all kinds of obedience. And that's what chapter 11 is all about. For example, here's Moses. By faith. Now, watch faith in action here, understood that way, from it is the substance of things hoped for. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's
1: daughter. So he rejects all those privileges, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God
0: than to enjoy the fleeting. Faith can see this is fleeting. All these privileges of being Pharaoh's family are fleeting rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. Here's what he did. He considered the reproach of Christ, the reproach of the Messiah, the criticism and difficulties he's going to get for being a faithful follower of the promised one. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. How did he do that? He did it by faith, or he was looking to the reward. So that is the statement of how he was able to obey God and take on this role, which was going to be so painful and so difficult for the next 40 years. And one way of saying it is he did it by faith, and the other way of saying it was he did it by looking to the reward, which are the same, according to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the taste, the glimpse, the substance of the thing, the reward hoped for. So Moses saw the reward. He saw the glory. He saw the beauty. He saw the wonder of being with God, accepted, loved, forgiven, happy, with God forever. And he tasted that hoped-for reality and that taste, that glimpse, that enjoyment, That embrace freed him to say no to all the pleasures of this
1: Pharaoh household and embrace obedience to God. So I come back here and say, would that work? Having heard of your faith in Christ Jesus
0: because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, Yes,
1: yes, it works. When the hope of the grace of God and the hope of the
0: forgiveness of sins and the kingdom and the inheritance and the glory, when all of that hope is presented to us in
1: the gospel, there is a taste, a glimpse, a compelling sight Of that beauty which awakens this faith, this
0: faith in Christ as the sum and ground of all that grace and all that glory. Christ himself is the sum of it and is the purchase of it. And so everything beautiful and compelling and delicious about this hope awakens, becomes the ground of this faith in Jesus Christ. Now, I can't prove that that is exactly what Paul was thinking here when he wrote this because, and so let's wait to make our final judgment and ask, okay, if that's the relationship between faith and hope here, and hope laid up is a real ground for the coming into existence of this faith, let's ask about how this faith and this hope relate to love. And then we
1: might be in a position to say what we think Paul really is meaning.